Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran. First this morning, Minister of State at the Department of Justice, James Brown, has announced a reduction in geriatric assessment, assessment waiting times for older people in the community from six months down to six weeks. Good morning, Minister. Good morning, Jim. We're starting off on a very positive note this bright, sunny Monday morning. No, absolutely, and it, it's great, actually. We're getting a bit of a little extra length into the summer, and it's been it's fantastic, so it is. We've had it all weekend. Hopefully, we'll have it for another few days. But we've seen a reduction in the geriatric waiting times from six months to six weeks, and it's part of a targeted program by the government to see where we have long waiting lists in various counties and try and get those lists down as quickly as possible because you need these assessments to be able to uh, do exactly what it says in the tin to assess the needs of older people. And we have a number of other uh, waiting lists in Wexford that are longer than other counties. And I've been in regular contact with Minister Mary Butler coming from Waterford, but who's the Minister for Older People and the Minister for Mental Health to get these waiting lists that for some reason seem to be particular in the county of Wexford to get these lists down as much as possible and i think there's a good indication i think what can be done when focus is brought onto these waiting lists and we've seen with COVID with the uh, vaccine centers what actually can be done when you bring minds together and put a real particular focus on an issue and we uh, the vaccines were able to roll out so quickly and i think that's what we need to start bringing that approach to the various waiting lists and whether that's in mental health or older people or any other waiting lists in the community to get these lists down as quickly as possible because it, it really just does help people be able to access then the supports they need once they've had these assessments done can you tell me very briefly this morning what was the problem why were the waiting lists so long and what mechanisms have you put in place to get this from six months down to six weeks it's a pretty sizable reduction no it is a sizable reduction and as i said it can sometimes it can be quite difficult we know there's longer waiting lists, for example in home health home health in Wexford than other counties and minister butler is working on a program to get that list down as well and, and a particular task force has been put together to get that list down. Sometimes these are just historical. If you look at the waiting list in certain areas, it's the same waiting list that has been there, say, five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And while the, while the supports are there to deal with new cases coming on on a yearly basis, what they haven't been able to do is clear off the backlog, if you like. And I see the same in my own department in immigration, and we're putting processes in there to do that as well, to reduce the list. So it, it, in a lot of cases, it's not that lists are getting longer, it's the same waiting list. So if you actually can just bring a particular focus onto a list for a few months, bring in some extra supports from outside, the uh, the health area, uh, you can actually get those lists down. And where necessary, use the private sector. That's not ideal, but I think you can use it for a short-term basis to reduce those list, those waiting lists. Very briefly, I'm going to ask you about paediatric waiting lists. They're, they're, we'll take, for instance, scoliosis sufferers. Uh, where are we at in terms of those waiting lists? Because I know they were particularly bad. I don't have the figures to hand on scoliosis, but those figures were very bad. And 
it, it, it was taking a long time to get those uh, targeted into those lists and it was something I was quite critical of in opposition. So it is, and it's something I have raised since coming into government as well. But I, as I say, I don't have the figures to hand, but I'm quite happy to get those figures. Would you please, because I think, it, I, I think a lot of people are in, uh, quite shocked and interested to know if there is improvement because we were hearing some dreadful, really emotional stories, uh, I think post, uh, sorry, pre-COVID. No, no, absolutely we were. I, I think we were all horrified at those personal stories and the impact on young people from scoliosis and, and the long-term uh, impact of, of delays in getting those operations uh, done and the assessments done as well. So I certainly get those figures for you. It's something that absolutely has do, to be yeah. resolved. Okay, the good news is we're talking about geriatric waiting lists and so on. Before I let you go, because we have a short time with you this morning, there are new laws imminent on knife crime, and I know now this is something that's been been close to your heart. What is happening there? Yes, so since I became Minister of State of the Department of Justice, what I want to tackle is antisocial behaviour and where that leads into even more serious crimes such as knife crime. So we've set up a particular antisocial behaviour formed uh, task force to look at the situation around knives. It was a major problem in Ireland up to about 2006. The level of knife crime in Ireland dipped substantially, but it is now on the increase ever so slightly. But it's something that worries me. So I want to get in there, early intervention to tackle that rise and actually get the figures that are there down even further. And we want to do it on a two-pronged basis. One is bring in stronger legislation to tackle those who are using knives deliberately in criminal acts but also where you have young people, maybe under the age of 16, who are being lured into, into criminal gangs where maybe knives are being used to help divert them away from that kind of lifestyle. So what we're particularly looking at in terms of legislation is increasing the offence for possession of a knife with intent, where you're bringing a knife to a fight or to rob a house or to rob a shop up to 10 years. And that would make it the string, most stringent criminal offence in the world in line with Canada. But I think that needs to be marked out. What we're also looking at is banning the sale of knives to those under the age of 16. And also looking at giving the minister the power to ban certain knives. Now, some knives are banned in Ireland, such as flick knives. It is actually a specific criminal offence to carry a flick knife. But we're seeing every... We see new knives coming on to the market, if you like, dangerous knives. Uh, in London, they use knives that are known as zombie knives, which are absolutely lethal knives that have serrated edges on the on the back of the knife that can do damage to people, even more so than, the, if you like, the sharp blade can't do. So we want to give the minister the power to ban certain knives if they need arises, rather than having to bring in uh, new legislation because legislation takes time even with the best will in the world and you can always prioritize legislation but that means other important legislation if you like is deprioritized so that's what we want to do increasingly give the minister the powers to move quickly to tackle serious issues and that's what we're looking at here now both anti-social behavior and the more serious elements when, where people are using knives when can we see legislation actually on the statute books Legislation generally takes 12 to 18 months. That's the reality of it, unless you, as I say, you can get it prioritised within uh, within the doll. But every time you do that, obviously, other legislation is moved back down the list. But we've moved very quickly. In my time as Minister of State, I've already brought in uh, nine pieces of legislation in my first 10 months. And I think that uh, there's uh, sites from maybe Minister Dara Bryan and housing, there would be many, maybe many ministers 
who can say that. I have another four pieces of legislation that I think I can get passed before this Christmas. So it certainly won't be for a want for myself in terms of driving legislation through the houses. But we always have to make sure with legislation that there are no unintended consequences. And that's what we're looking at here is that sometimes you get young people who very stupidly carry knives for self-defense purposes out of fear. Now, that's an offense, and that needs to be treated very seriously, but I think they're in a different category than somebody who deliberately brings a knife to to terrorize somebody to a knife fight to uh, rob a house or rob a shop, and that's what we're looking at here is making that distinction to make those who carry a knife with intent a very serious penalty. It just beggars belief how somebody could deliberately just take a knife with them knowing that they are going to get up to, you know, it's just it's such a new low in the way we we do things in, in, in our society. It just beggars belief. Before I let you go, Minister, Mary, in relation to the geriatric waiting lists, Mary is, is on to say she's four years and five months waiting to see a pain specialist in Waterford. She's from Enniscorthy. She was asked to go to Mullingar for the appointment, but Mary can't because she's looking after a terminally ill relative and she can't go to Mullingar. Well, I'd ask Mary to contact my office and we'll certainly make inquiries. So what is happening with some, because the waiting is so long, uh, where there's capacity around the country, people will be offered alternative appointments. And that may be some distance away, but it allows you to get that uh, appointment more quickly if you like to try and get those lists down. But Mullingar is a long distance. If that lady contacts your office, will, will, will you give her a hearing? Absolutely, 100% we will. Now, Mary, you're hearing us here. Get on to James Brown's office as soon as you can, and we wish you well. Thank you very much indeed. That was Minister of State there, Minister James Brown. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news, and your views.